Hello and welcome to Note Doctors Summer Shorts. My name is Paul. My name is Jen. My name is Ben. And we are your hosts. We are all university music theory instructors who are passionate about music theory and music theory instruction. In these short episodes, we will be sharing with each other and all of you musical examples and teaching tips covering a wide range of topics. So if you want to know more about music theory and the most effective and innovative ways to teach it, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome back to Note Doctor Summer Shorts, where we are journeying through musical examples by underrepresented composers. So this is our third installment. Our first two uh, have been on major or minor scales and then embellishment tones. Today we are talking about modulations. And again, we are we were tasked with finding musical examples of uh, uh, from from all over the repertoire, as long as they met at least one of the following criteria: it was by a female composer, composer of color, be less than 50 years old, however you interpret that, uh, or be a composer who's LGBTQ+. And so today we're talking about modulation. So Jen, I think you're first with our examples for today. I am. So note doctors, listeners might remember that I'm supposed to be analyzing my way through the real book. And so today's you example, yes, today, today's example actually comes from real book two. I've not made it the whole way through one. So don't, don't be, <laughs> it's like we're recording on May 26th or something. School's been out for a week and a half. So be kind to me here, but this is a real book example. Uh, this is Duke Ellington's do nothing till you hear from me. He is a, of course, a prolific American composer, uh, born in 1899 and here it comes. You want to write from the beginning, Jen? Sure. And this recording is Duke Ellington at the piano and Ella Fitzgerald singing. Could there be a better combination? I don't think so. Someone told someone and someone told you, but they couldn't hurt you, not much. Thank you. 
So this. Oof, that's good. I, I can just it. listen to that, Jen. I know. I know. It's so I good. Need a cocktail or something. I yeah. Guess. All of a sudden, I feel True. this need to have a cocktail. Now we don't typically have cocktails in my jazz class, which is where <laughs> I no. would teach this tune. Uh, this is a typical AABA um, in the jazz world, also known, known as like song form or 32 bar song form. Um, and so I would have my students listen for that. They are well aware that the bridge is often going to modulate um, and that it's often actually going to go to four in the bridge. Um, so <laughs> One of the things I love about teaching jazz is that um, if they didn't understand modulation at the end of theory two, they will by the end of jazz theory because no jazz tune stays in the same key from beginning to end ever <laughs> unless it's based on the blues. So um, this tune is great. It starts in G major. It modulates to C major, then to B flat, then back to G, all in the initial A section. And then for the bridge, it's actually in E flat and goes back to G via a common tone augmented six chord. So this there's so much harmonic deliciousness in this piece. Um, <laughs> recognizing modulations that happen this qu quickly and this frequently are actually really hard at first for students. So when I hand them, when I teach this piece, I, I would just give them the lead sheet. So they'd be looking at the lead sheet straight out of the real book. We would listen to the recording. Um, sometimes I kind of scaffold them a bit and say, you know, here's what you're looking for or listen for this. If we're a little deeper into the class, I might not do that. But early on, it's very hard for them to spot modulation. So we do a lot of work with um, seeing how they happen in jazz, which is via two fives and two five ones. Occasionally the turnaround progression, which is one, six, two, five or three, six, two, five. So um, this Progression uses mostly two fives and two five ones in the A section to get us through all of those keys so rapidly. And the way I, that I would help the students hear it is that we actually sing the bass line while the recording is going on. And that helps them find those moments. We sing it in solfege. Um, we just stay in the original key. You usually can kind of do that. Um, Occasionally it gets weird. So there's some E flat chords in here that might be hard for them to find that lay, you know, mm. if they're thinking in the key of G. But overall, it works out well. And um, that helps them kind of walk through all these crazy keys that are happening. And it helps them think about the relationship of all of those keys to the original key. If they're singing mm. in solfege and they're singing like a te may. So when it goes to to B flat, for example, it goes from F7 to B flat. It helps them see that, like, oh, wait, that's flat three from, you know, borrowed from minor, all those sorts of things. So mm -hmm. good stuff. That's great. That's great. All right. Am I next? Am I next? Yeah. yeah. Next. I think so. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Hamilton. All right. Mm -hmm. so... Oh, my gosh. I almost picked something. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you've been living under a rock, um, Hamilton is a musical about the uh, historical figure Alexander, Alexander Hamilton uh, uh, by uh, uh, Lynn Manuel Lynn. Miranda. I always mm -hmm. mix up, mix that up. I don't know why, <laughs> why that is. Yeah. Uh, but he is um, 
He's an American composer, uh, but he's of uh, Puerto Rican descent and, and Mexican descent as well. And um, he is young. He, I believe he is 41 years old. And so that's, he's doing pretty, pretty well for himself, I would say. Um, yeah. And the, the song that we're going to listen to is actually from the very end, the, the song, Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. Mm, and good one. This one, it kind of uses just the classic phrase modulation um, as, as, as uh, we're kind of going through and kind of talking about what goes on after uh, Alexander Hamilton's death. Spoiler alert, he dies at the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again. And, um, but I like, this, I like this example because it uses harmony in a clever way, I think. So let's just listen to it first. It starts in D major and then just does a kind of a truck driver modulation right up to E flat. Um, but it's a little bit more sophisticated than just uh, sliding up by half step. So here we go, starting in D. Didn't, nice. Like the, 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 uh, the resolution there. All right. Yeah. And so that has, you know, the classic just uh, phrase modulation there. But the thing that I like about that is it has, it's just this looping progression, which is very common in a lot of those songs from that musical. This he kind of has these loops that go along. Um, but the end of the, the phrase, it goes, I think you can probably, no, you can't hear my keyboard. It goes G then to G minor with a B flat that then resolves to, to D. So this kind of minor plagal type of cadence. But uh, the, but then to modulate to E flat, you know he has that G minor with the B flat in the bass. Well, that B flat in the bass is functioning like the five of E flat. So in a way, it's kind of this alter dominant chord because it's still a G minor over B flat. But that B flat gives that chord this possibility to function like as a dominant to E flat. And that's what he does when they, when he modulates. So it's kind of, it's, it's a phrase modulation, but it, that, that B flat kind of <laughs> chord has this type of kind of pivot ability that he's able to tap into on that really nice moment where he moves up to E flat. So, and she's singing the D that turns into the leading tone. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so it's, it's really smart and a great kind of modulation there that happens there in Hamilton. So check it out. Well, I just want to say quickly, too, that one of the things that really impacted me when I saw Hamilton, that song was one of the most impactful things because he gives the last word to the woman in Alexander Hamilton's Mm -hmm. life. And he really centers women in the narrative of that story. And so it's not just that, you know, Lynn is who he is, but he's also like really recentering other voices as well. Mm -hmm. It's a great piece. It's great work. Yeah, totally. All right, so Ben, what did you find that modulated? Oh my gosh, my example here is 
Sir Elton John, uh, the Circle of Life, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard before. Uh, maybe I can contribute a small uh, additional feature to this um, in terms of the way you listen to it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, the modulation, obviously, Circle of Life, you know, starts with a uh, to put it a ta in B flat or one, two, four, two, five, six, five, one. And it stays in B flat major for a long time, all the way through this uh, kind of solo section, the pan flute solo section. But then you'll notice that the the piece itself ends in D flat major, uh, the flat three. Um, but what the the curious thing, I guess, and the most striking part about this for me is that it occurs at the very first thing, you know, in the in the Lion King movie, and till we find our place is where the modulation occurs and you'll see if you watch the clip on youtube or whatnot you'll see kind of this light coming through the sky and this kind of shimmering auxiliary percussion that happens in that moment it has this extra shimmer to it when it actually moves to d flat and i think it's kind of a really cool way of just thinking about like the the whole movie you know um you know what is Simplest trying to find his place and his identity and all this and uh just think it's a really cool example i don't know what else to say uh besides that you well know? let's listen so, to it let's listen to it i don't know how far how far in it would be Is before it... 330 so maybe 320 okay It doesn't go back to B flat, right? I mean, that I <laughs> think is perfect. Well. You know, it, it shouldn't go back to B flat um, for various reasons. Yeah, it just ends there on, the, mm. on that little tidbit of of D flat and that really kind of cool shimmering. And I love that the D second flat. chord after that modulation, it goes to like some secondary dominant that we hadn't heard before in that harmonization, and so yeah. it just gives us this bonus lift not only have yeah. we moved up now that we've altered the <laughs> harmony they're like wow this we're we're in someplace new um yeah yeah it's such a cool example i know all of you have probably heard that before but i just couldn't not do that for modulation i don't know why yeah well it's interesting we found like three different types like you've got this moving to the chromatic mediant which is super common in you know film music and things like that yeah. mine has this very uh, practical you know, step up, half step up that you find often in, in musicals. And then Jen, you have um, this wonderful example with all these two, five, one modulations in, in this jazz chart. And so, you know, all, all throughout, uh, all throughout music. And none of these are kind of classical examples, but we could all pull, pull from these varying, uh, 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 varying genres. I think that's great. I do too. I think what note doctors listeners really need to see is our faces in this Zoom session that we're having because as we're listening to all of these examples when the modulation happens like inevitably we're all making like a hand gesture in the air like there it is. <laughs> I was changing the gears for the quote unquote yeah. truck driver modulation, you know. Uh, yeah. 
Well, that's great. So there we go. We got some modulations, and so we've made it three-fourths of the way to there. So, you know, we've gone from tonic, predominant, dominant. We're heading to tonic. We're heading to finality next time <laughs> where we'll talk about augmented six chords and where we found them from underrepresented composers or new music. All the, all the things, right? We're kind of expanding it out <laughs> even beyond. So uh, we'll catch you then. 